All right, all right, all right. Welcome to a Nightmare in Stereo podcast. We do horror movie reviews. My name is Juan with your co-host. Norma. Hey, Norma. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. So talk to us. What happened last week? So last week we talked about Ari Aster's Hereditary. It was a great movie. We rated an 8 out of 10. It was one of your favorite movies and it had an amazing cast. We learned a few things from the film. Number one is get yourself a Steve. Get yourself a Steve. Yes. Steve was very supportive. He was very nice. Such a sweetheart. Everyone needs a Steve. Everyone deserves a Steve. <laughs> Number two, never trust Aunt Lydia. Mostly everything I've seen with Anne Dowd, it doesn't end well. I've seen her in Law and Order. We know how that goes. Marley and me. Nevertheless, I love her under his eye. And number three would be that there's about 220 to 250 million people out there with food allergies so if you have the facility to have and own an EpiPen keep that close to you for Pete's sake don't go out there risking your life over Pazuzu or anything out there okay (laughs) stay safe yes please get yourself an EpiPen yes and a Steve and a Steve (laughs) so for today today we're actually going to discuss the ninth gate Ooh. I know. So, this movie was directed by Roman Polanski, known for movies like Rosemary's Baby and The Ghost Rider. This was released on March 10, 2000, with a box office of $58.4 million against $38 million in production budget. Ouch. That was not good at all. Nope. On the bright side, they did have Johnny Depp as a starring character. They did. What are some of your favorite Johnny Depp movies? Um, my all-time favorite movie is From Hell. Um, he stars in that movie as well. I love it. I am obsessed with it. Um, my other movie would be Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. I feel like I have a third one. I just can't. It doesn't come up right now. But oh, Secret Window. Ooh, shooter. <laughs> Secret Window. You sure it's not Charlie in the Chocolate Factory? Was he there? Yeah, the new one. I don't know. We can consider that a horror movie, can't we? I, I mean, I guess. Sure. I mean, children. Was it Tim Burton? Chocolate. Yeah. It was the... Then yes, the, definitely. It's a horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was the, the last adaptation that they did for Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Uh, huh. Not that great, but again, it has Johnny Depp. Yeah. What are yours? So mine are also for Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas and From Hell. And I really liked them in Sleepy Hollow. You did? I like Christopher Walken more. Yeah, Christopher Walken did have the sharp pointing teeth. So hot. (laughs) So this movie was actually, or is actually available right now on Amazon Prime. And it's free with Tubi and Voodoo. I watched it on Voodoo and it's chock full of commercials, which were a great palate cleanser for this movie. Yeah, and I imagine how how long it made it. It's already like, what, two hours and 14 minutes? It, it easily took me like four hours. I had to pause it oh, now God. and then. <laughs> and uh, I'm not going to lie, I actually rewatched it today just to make sure that it was fresh in my mind. Oh, that is brave. Yeah. So, Norma, so, tell us mm-hmm. a little bit more about this movie. 
Yes, this movie follows the scruffy book dealer. His name is Dean Corso, Johnny Depp. Um, his services are requested to validate the authenticity of rare books called the Ninth Gates. While he's doing this thing, he gets involved in the middle of a grander scheme involving death, cults, Satan, and a whole lot of orgies. We can't say a whole lot of orgies. According? According. You don't according. see them. You but according to the story, there's a whole lot of orgies. To be fair, I think orgy scenes would have actually made this movie better. Yeah. We do see genitals in this movie. Really? When? Um, the ladies. Her cha-chas. Oh, yeah. It wasn't that It wasn't that great. It wasn't. No. So tell me your notes. So my notes about this movie. Corso's character development is basically a, you're a vulture, Corso, and the money-grubbing bastard. So he's basically a bullshit artist. That's yes. really all we have. He's a Rips bullshit artist. people art. off. Yeah. He starts off the movie ripping people off for some rare Don Quixotes. Or Don Quixotes? Don Quixote? Don Quixote? I don't know. We say Don Quixote. Don Quixote, yeah. So some rare Don Quixote books. And yeah, we can literally see that the guy is a bullshit artist. He's a sleazebag. And he gets contacted by Boris Balkan, played by Frank Langlois. Balkan is, is a character that's easy to hate. Mm -hmm. I don't know how you feel about him. But I just hated him from the start. He's like Joffrey. Yeah, uh, older, fatter, weird glasses. Grumpier. Grumpier. <laughs> but yeah, just like <laughs> Joffrey. Aside from, you know... You know what's funny, though? What? I've never seen Game of Thrones. Why not? I, I, it's not my cup of tea. I don't blame you. I mean, it's already over, so people already stopped talking about it, so you're good. Good. I'm sorry. Please go ahead. <laughs> okay. So, The Ninth Gate. Rewatching this movie now as an adult... I can clearly see that the inspiration was from the Codex Gigax. People that may not know, that is basically the Book of the Devil, or written by, or assisted by the Devil. So the similarities are there, like the Ninth Gates, it was a book who was co-written by Lucifer himself. So I thought it was going to be horror, I'm not going to lie. Rewatching this movie now, compared to when I saw it, when I was like, what, 10 years old? It's... yeah. It did not age well. Mm -mm. The movie had horrible CGI. It had a horrible dialogue. The music seemed kind of peppy for the scenes. Mm -hmm. The deaths are more, yeah, they're more like a comedy. There's this scene that the Duchess, is it the Duchess? The Baroness. Baroness. Yeah, yeah the Baroness uh, gets killed and he wakes up and he just finds her wheelchair just knocking against the wall. He pulls her to the side. And you see her with her tongue like, like, what's that? <laughs> yeah. So you basically see like the guy from Scary Movie just like dead, like, ah. <laughs> so it wasn't that great. It really wasn't that great. But seeing Johnny Depp smoke as much as he did in this movie kind of gave me the itch back for, you know, a little cigarette or something, a little bit of nicotine. There's so much smoking in this movie. So much smoking, and it's not even necessary. You can tell that it's heavily influenced by, you know, French society. Yes. Aside from that, little things that I can say is, like you said, there was a couple of scenes that, you know, they mentioned the whole orgies, which I kind of wish it had, but it didn't. No. The whole issue with uh, Balkan basically getting Johnny Depp to basically validate if his copy of The Night Gates is real or not and how do you do that just compared to the other three surviving books 
And the funny thing about this is they're basically playing spot the difference with the images from the book, right? Yes. And what really draw me about uh, what really like confused me about this is that there were only supposed to be three books remaining. All the other books were burned with the author for heresy and all that shit. So you mean to tell me right. that all three books remaining actually help each other out? Was this shit planned? Right. And they burned them, didn't they? Like the first one, they burned them at um at Farga's house. Yeah. Like half of it. Did they actually took pictures of the pictures? I can't remember. I think he did. Like if they burned yeah. half of the book, um how does he have the pages at the end? Right. Well, I think the pages he has are the ones from Balkan. Oh. Okay. Um that he printed to so he can keep the book in the hotel. Okay. There you go. That I, I could be wrong. Yeah. So overall for this movie, um I didn't feel it. It is not a horror movie. Well, it felt like a horror movie when I watched it as a kid, but now mm-hmm. it's it's a thriller, a really bad thriller with Johnny Depp. Right. It's the only good part. Mhm. Yeah, um, and it's not even that good. <laughs> it's really not. His acting no. is subpar, but it's a Johnny Depp movie and I know people will just watch it because it has his name attached. Yeah. The funny thing is that the first time that I watched this movie, it was I actually started it at the end. So, you see Balkan try to summon Lucifer, yeah, using the Night Gate books, mm-hmm. and he's trying to summon Lucifer trying to do this whole thing, and he's like, "I am more mortal. I am a god." And he burns himself alive. Right. And even as a kid, I'm looking at him uh, at him burn himself alive and I can see the horrible CGI. I'm like, "What the fuck is this?" Have you seen Bless the Child? I have not. I feel like Bless the Child and the Ninth Gate kind of like complements each other. However, I feel like Bless the Child has a better story than this one. Hmm. But does it have a CGI flame engulfed castle with a really awkward sex scene? No. Exactly. The Ninth Gate does deliver a really really awkward sex scene at the end. And to make it even more awkward, that chick, the mysterious girl, which doesn't even have a name in the movie, right? It's Planky's wife. Is she really? Yes. Oh. Which makes it even worse. It's like, hey, Johnny, um, you mind fucking my wife for this movie? It's, it's just a man. Right. It's it's artsy. Don't worry about it. I feel like Johnny is the guy to go to if you want people to do your wife. Really? Doesn't he does the same with um uh, that girl that's um Tim Burton's wife? Are they still married? Uh, I are are they not? I don't know. Oh. I thought they were. I thought they were too. Yeah. So what you're saying is directors get Johnny Depp so he can fuck their wives. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Great work. It, it makes it makes sense when you say it out loud. I actually have to go through his filmography and just see like all the movies that he has a sex scene in and see if they're related to the director in any way. I didn't know she was his wife though. That's yeah. new to me. I looked it up today and it was kind of a fucked up thing to find. But yeah. <laughs> so, wow. What are your notes about this movie? Um, my notes are very corny cuz I lost interest in the movie if I'm being honest within the first 15 minutes. Um I noticed that in Balkan Salivator and his security code um is 666. Ooh, spooky. Um my favorite part of the entire movie were the twins in Spain. 
it's probably my whole favorite thing in the entire movie. I appreciate the playful banter between them. It's like something you do with your siblings growing up, that, that back and forward. Um, I haven't looked it up yet. I decided to look up more of the guy's wife instead of actually looking at this part. But are they actually uh -huh. twins or are they doing the whole mirror effect? I don't know if they're twins, to be honest, but I appreciate them too. But I really you, you like it. You see where I'm going with this, right? Like, you can, yeah. You can kind of see like that kind of mirror effect going on with them. Mm -hmm. And they do have one mm -hmm. of the best uh, lines in the movie, the whole... Even hell has his hero, senor. Yes. I'm sorry. I blanked out for a minute. <laughs> But yes, yes, I know what you mean. I don't think there was like that mirror um, effect in place, um, but I don't think they were actually twins. Okay. There's also this random gentleman that is stalking Johnny Depp everywhere he goes, trying to rob him or kill him. He looks like Dennis Rodman back in the day. He does. With his um, blonde hair and this, I don't know, look at me, I'm a millionaire kind of swag. I don't know. Also, Corsa said his name means run in Italian. This is technically incorrect. Corsa means course, but for the sake of the movie, it does have a purpose. But why run? Why run? Because basically that's all he's doing in the movie. He's running. Like 68% of the movie is him running. But you don't really see him running all that much. Like, I don't remember running scenes with him. I feel like he ran a lot. I, again, I lost, I, I stopped paying attention so quickly. How long did it um, take you to finish this movie? Um, it took me two days. <laughs> um, I, I started watching it and the buildup was so slow. And it happened the same as you. I remember this movie completely different when I was younger. I thought this was the itch after the Blair Witch Project. But now as an adult, this is why I like rewatching movies again. Now as an adult, I see it. I comprehend it a little bit better. And now it's crap. So I noticed it was getting late. And I was like, I got to work tomorrow. I would just continue watching it tomorrow and then the next day when i watch it again i was only like 40 minutes out i could have just ended it the first night 40 minutes in the ninth gate universe it's like three more hours oh yeah definitely so this movie overall has a really slow build-up it does what is your review on the movie for me the ninth gate is a solid four out of ten I am being very generous with that uh, rating. The movie is slow, but it is it is fun if you don't take it too seriously. If you're coming here thinking that you're going to see a hardcore devil summoning movie with cult mysteries and all that, um, you'll be very disappointed. Johnny Depp does the best with what he has. It is a fun movie. It has a really upbeat soundtrack for everything that happens. The deaths are hilarious. I mean, we're talking about Johnny Depp killing a man with a shoe. With a <laughs> shoe. A like, man that looks like Dennis Rodman. Exactly. And the worst <laughs> part is that when did he take his shoe off? He doesn't. He just goes <laughs> from knocking the man down to immediately having his shoe in his hand and just beating his head with a shoe. <laughs> so overall, again, this movie is just a Four out of ten. I'm being very gracious here with that score. If you want to, go check it out. But what is your review about this movie? Before I say my review, I 
remember now what is the whole purpose of the girl she kind of levitates she floats around she, her eyes light up is she an angel is she satan what is going on with her thank you that's that's how memorable she is so <laughs> <laughs> the mysterious girl because again she doesn't have a name she is being followed by Johnny Depp throughout this movie and she basically aids him in trying to find the rest of the ninth gate books and validating them and basically keeping him safe and there's this one scene that basically she comes down like crouching tiger hidden dragon and just levitates down like whoosh, and just beats up <laughs> Dennis Rodman from what you can see she is basically I don't know if she's the devil or Lucifer or whatever or a demon, but she's basically aiding Johnny Depp into finding the Ninth Gates to complete the ritual, which would basically, you know, summon Lucifer so they can get whatever it is they want. We basically have the whole premise of Hereditary here, but with a mm -hmm. book instead of, you know, trying to put Pazuzu into someone's body. Right. So, okay. Did he complete it? Was he successful? I don't know. Well, I mean, we don't know because it, it, the ending is like, what? Like, he goes back to the castle and the castle has like this beam on it, in it, and that's all you see in the end. Yeah, what the heck? I, the movie's not very clear. I mean, if you're going to go all out, go all out. This is what I love about Hereditary. When they decided to go the whole satanic route, they went there. You saw oh, yeah. paranormal shit. Um, with this, the most paranormal shit you saw was the chick floating down. And whenever that whole fucking scene happened at the end, that her eyes lit up. Yeah, that was as paranormal as you're going to get in this movie. Mm -hmm. I Spoilers, agree. yeah. It, it's oh yeah sorry um so in my opinion saying the ninth gate is a horror movie it's a big no i remember it very differently and i thought it was a great addition to our list but after re-watching it i was very but very disappointed the build-up is terrible and slow it doesn't seem to end um the only mysterious end to this is because of an apparent book that satan wrote that's all There's nothing else. But I guess back in the early 2000 and late 90s, this might have still been, it might have been a taboo topic, you know, the whole Satanism thing. But nowadays, with all the wannabe witches that have surged since Sabrina came on Netflix, this is just another flop to rewatch. And burn. Uh, um, so of course this is my opinion it's a fun movie you said it yourself you can watch it for nostalgia uh, although I would prefer Blade I think it's it has more action it keeps you more interested if you just want to see some of Polanski's work I would suggest The Pianist it's such a beautiful film if you haven't seen it go watch it I would also suggest Rosemary's Baby if you want to be spooked it's way better than The Ninth Gate um, I don't know what happened with this movie but this is not Polanski's great work it's not he has other films out there that are amazing this one is not avoid it would you consider this a cash grab or no I 
feel you know what i feel like and, and correct me if i'm wrong i I, sh- I should have done the research i'm sorry if i didn't maybe polanski was hibernating and if you go back if you look back this is the time this is the date that johnny depp was out there making all of these crazy movies yes. um so maybe he just cast um johnny depp for this movie so he can be out there again I so, feel like it's a possibility. I could be wrong. I'm not a movie guru like a lot of people out there, but that's my opinion. That's what I think happened. No, it actually makes sense because, yeah, that uh, late 90s, early 2000s, Johnny Depp was in like what, like five movies a year? Mm-hmm. It, it really feels that yeah, way. Yeah, right. So I don't know how he feels about this movie. He might not be proud. But when you, when you compare this to like Pirates of the Caribbean, I kind of prefer this to Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> Don't judge me. Or once uh, once upon a time in Mexico, isn't he there? Yes, and he yes, has a that is. Scene there. Yeah, it, it was one of I mean one of his good movies i haven't seen it uh i've seen it i just don't remember it entirely but it's a good movie certainly Hmm. better than this oh yeah definitely anything is better than this in my opinion this is a two and i know juan was being generous but i feel like i'm being even more generous just giving him a two i like rewatching movies that i watched many years ago and this was a big mistake. I shouldn't have. It was a waste of my time. I I didn't like it. Not at all. You only watched it once and you're saying it was a waste of your time. Well, now in 2020, I watched it once. Yeah. Um, but I remember watching it when I was younger and I thought this was amazing. It was great. It was a piece of work. It was spooky. piece of art. Right. Not gonna and lie. It, it, is was, not. it was it was the closest thing to porn available on TV back in the day. So yeah, uh, I just remember the end. <laughs> Not gonna lie and, about and, and that. we always go back to we always go back to porn at some point. At some point, especially at for horror point. movies, because remember horror movies back in the day, they always needed to show at least the titty for whatever oh, yeah. reason. They always needed to yeah. have some type of nudity, cleavage. And, yeah, and it was just to sell the movie. Like, hey, you want to watch our horror movie? Oh, but you have to be naked. Just saying. You still want to be part of it? Hmm. I think it's funny because I just heard someone saying this in their podcast. Cool. I think it was Dan. Dan Cummins. I think he said that and he would go watch scary movies with his friends just to get some um, soft porn out of it. Yes. Yes. And I am I think he said that with him on that. Yeah. Because it's true. I, like, even <laughs> horror movies... Well, not anymore, but horror movies back in the early 2000s, they always had to have some type of nudity. It always had to have that rated R. And it wasn't because of the blood, because the blood was basically ketchup. It was because there was always partial nudity. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like A when little you go to over here. Yeah. Like when you go to Blockbuster and you were looking... Yeah. I'm that old. <laughs> when you used to go to Blockbuster <laughs> and you pulled out a horror movie, you'd be like, oh shit, this is rated R. And it would say like nudity, tobacco use, and alcohol. And you're like, oh, okay, this seems like a good movie. You don't even read the synopsis. This is what we're you taking see- home. <laughs> yeah, it's like partial nudity, yes. And just switch it out for like um, Looney Tunes or something like that. I don't know. For me, I don't think I was that... I didn't focus on that. And I guess because there's not many weenies out there in the movies. There's a lot of boobs, but you don't yes. see a lot of, you know, some of that. 
<laughs> is it weird i can't say penis it's so weird <laughs> yeah just i mean you just said it so hey congrats I know. thank you but, <laughs> but yeah we have but yeah do you don't see it as often on, on penises no oh god no, no. <laughs> on um yeah horror movie soft porn oh yeah okay yeah i'll i'll, I'll write it down <laughs> Believe me, we have a couple of movies for that. I'm sure there's plenty of them. So yeah, all right. That's it for today's episode on the Ninth Gate. Should you watch it? Should you not? Um, my my suggestion is don't. Do you want to watch it because you have nothing else to do and you want to reminisce on back then? I guess sure, go for it. But you want to appreciate cinema back in the in those dates. There's better things out there. We have um, there's things out there. Check out um, about fifty percent of the other Johnny Depp movies. They might be better than this. Right. Um, The the one you mentioned earlier that I couldn't remember, The Libertine, that was a really great movie from him. What others? Uh, that's not Pirates of the Caribbean, please. No, you actually mentioned it earlier. Secret Window is a great, great, great Johnny Depp horror movie uh, inspired by, I think, one of the short novels of Stephen King. So again, Johnny Depp, Stephen King, you really can't go wrong there. Mm-mm. It's really good. It was actually one of Emifer's favorite movies. Remember Emifer? Oh, yes. Yes. He loved it. So you so, gave it a two. I gave it a four. Let's go with an even three. So our combined score for the ninth gate is three out of ten. Please don't watch it. Yeah, don't do it. It's not worth it. Um, you can go watch other stuff around the same date. We have Blade. We have the... Well, I don't think Goonies is around the same date, but it's better. Oh, Bless the Child. I think it's way better than the Ninth Gate. I'm not saying it's like seven out of ten, but I feel if you have to choose in between movies, Bless the Child has a more thorough drama and story behind it than the Ninth Gate. Maybe we should look into that one down the road. We'll do. So yeah. again, thank you guys for listening, and I hope you have a great night. Thank you guys. Bye.